Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away. What are you? A uh, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Dr. Banner, your work is unparalleled, and I'm a huge fan of the way you lose control and turn into an enormous green rage monster. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to episode 48 of the Film Real Cast. I am Stuart, your host. I'm also joined by... James. James, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Only two of us today. There's only two of us. Um, Graham is playing rugby, but it's not proper man's rugby, it's tag rugby. Tackle so, touch rugby. Something like that. You just touch each other. You didn't say where they were touching, but it is touch rugby. And then they let go of the ball. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, they're wearing it playing cling film and tinfoil. Absolutely. Which is fine by me. It is episode 48 of the Film Wheel cast. So, so we're going towards the uh, Big Five Zero. Absolutely. This is one for Graham, though. Graham, I hope you score the most goals at rugby. Moving there on. you go. Yes. Or if you. not, you get a hole in one. There you go. Either, there you either go. or. Yes, episode number 40... 48. 48. Yes. So, and we're still in our kind of our, our one year anniversary month. So, uh, yes, and the week pants. of the Age of Ultron. Exactly. The week of Age of Ultron. We have got tickets for the opening night on the 23rd. Uh, and I'm just so excited. I'm uh, really, really excited. I've heard you're sitting two and a half rows away from Robert Downey himself. Uh, he's got an injunction against me still that won't let me do that. You have to sit outside one row, outside of him, isn't it, after, after the last incident? I uh, know, you probably, well, I've been told by the courts I'm not allowed to talk about that incident, uh, even though I'm held responsible for it. There you go. So, uh, uh, before we uh, just get on into the film that we're doing, I just want to uh, just do a quick bit of admin. Uh, Andrew Rainey, uh, I, I was speaking to him, he's a writer-director. Um, if you go onto the website, www. Um, rainfirefilms.com um, or you can contact him at info at rainfirefilms.com and he's got the uh, he's doing a, a kickstart campaign um, as I say he's a writer director and he's doing a, uh, a kickstart campaign for Illuminant Midnight Project 
and he needs to raise, um, it's kind of a public project, he wants people to go and invest, and he needs to raise 15,000 um, to this project, which concludes on the 19th of May. Uh, being a Kickstarter project, if you do donate to it, um, and it doesn't make that target, then obviously no money will be taken out of your account. But it is for um, three short 10-minute films revolving around a common universal theme, um, which is kind of life and death and um, uh, when you get old and uh, through your thought through your life. If you go to his website, um, there is uh, other short films that he's done on there. He's been at different film festivals. Um, he's from Scotland. He's a really, really nice guy and he's very passionate about what he does. So um, it's www.rain, which is R-A-I-N, firefilms.com. And uh, he needs to raise £15,000 Um before that date, so uh, he's a really nice guy, so go and visit that website, we won't make anything at all from this, we just want to do it just to help him out, because he's a bloody good bloke, not half there mate. Thank you. Excellent, okay, now, um, very excited, we are doing Avengers Assemble, depends what country you're on, it could be Avengers or Avengers Assemble 2012. Why do you think it was the Avengers Assemble, for you? I mean, In this country it's Avengers Assemble, yeah. isn't it? I thought it was a pretty stupid name. I thought, I thought it was ridiculous, yeah. There was, Why can't it just be called the Avengers? Yeah, because no one will say, did you go and see the Avengers Assemble? <laughs> like, are they assembling a, a wardrobe? I really don't know. know. It's stupid. But what we do know is uh, directed by Joss Whedon, uh, the writer's Joss Whedon, uh, screenplays by Zach Penn, and it's uh, Marvel's, with regards to their phases, it was uh, number six of phase one. We had Iron Man, 2008, Incredible Hulk 2008, we had Iron Man 2 in 2010, 4 in 2011, the first Cap film, 2011, and this was uh, 2012, and the first scene, um, when you see Captain America's, is it a continue um, scene from, or it's a scene cut probably from Captain America put in this film, well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and the interesting thing is, you kind of felt, I know we haven't reviewed it, I always felt when, when I watch the Marvel films now, going through them, that the Captain America film, as good as it was, is almost a film to sell the Avengers, it felt. Yeah, we're so lucky, because we've got hindsight, because obviously we've done the Captain America um, uh, Winter Soldier film, we've done all of the Iron Man films, um, so we are, we're kind of up to date, so we've got hindsight on this film, obviously, a yes. lot of other podcasts, they've done it the week they've seen it, um, and then we've got the... Well, we've got the luxury of hindsight, which they didn't have. So, as I say, it's the Avengers. Most people on the planet know the cast of the Avengers. Um, you've got Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, or Tony Stark as Robert Downey Jr. Either or, I mean, it's both the same person. Chris Evans uh, as Captain America, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, the Hulk, Chris Hemsworth's Thor, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow or Agent Romanoff, Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton or Hawkeye. Tom Hiddleston as Loki, uh, Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson, uh, Kobe Smudlers as Agent Maria Hill, and uh, Stellan, this is such a weird name, Skarsgård, Skarsgård as uh, Dr. Selvig and Samuel Jackson playing himself, or playing any other character from Snakes on a Plane, Yes. or from Django. Just with one eye though in this case. Yeah, with yes. one eye, and very brief uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. And obviously, Paul Bettany carries on the voice as Jarvis. So, uh, okay, you saw this film at the cinema, did you? I saw it at the cinema for the first time. 
And I've seen it, uh, I saw it again last week, so I wasn't sure when we were going to do the uh, right. podcast. So I've probably seen it five or six times, not quite as many times as you. How many times did you see it at the cinema? I think I saw this three times at the cinema. Three times? Yeah. And how many cents? I've lost count since how many times I've seen this. It's, it's way, way into the double figures. Um, I, I just love this film. I, but I, I don't, it's not my best film, it's not the best film Marvel's done. But I, I just really enjoy this film. I, I, as well as the action, I love the dialogue in this film. Yeah. Um, um, and the scene at the cinema, it, 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 I was just, I went to see it twice um, on my own and once uh, with my son. And we were both just little boys, just giggling every time there was an explosion or something like that. When the Hulk did his bit, um, well, it I mean, was just great. You mentioned the Hulk, Hulk. Uh, introducing Mark Ruffalo, his first appearance as the Hulk. Yeah. Or Dr. Banner, Bruce Banner. Um, what, what do you, there's been countless amount of Hulks recently. I mean, I forget obviously the TV series, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. yeah? I mean, you look at obviously Edward Norton and. Uh, well, Edward Norton was part of um, phase one with the Incredible was, Hulk wasn't he? in and, 2008. And, uh, was it Eric Banner? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, he's the best Hulk, I feel. What, Eric Banner? No. Mr. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is absolutely fantastic. Best, this Mr. Banner, is anyway. the best Hulk film. That there's been for me, it's but, absolutely yeah. brilliant. But I always feel doing a whole film is quite difficult. It is, um, and I, I, I still struggle with the standalone Hulk films. I really do because they go through the same motions as before. It's about yeah. the gamma energy. Oh, it's ridiculous. But I thought Edward Norton as Mr. Banner was very, very good. Yeah. So, in comparison, I think Edward Norton is just a shade under. I, I felt Mark Ruffalo, but I yeah. think Mark Ruffalo just is, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he nailed it, and they brought. Uh, there was more of a character, even though it wasn't a Hulk film, there was more of a character arc to him, as in, you got the detail, uh, which we're going to go through anyway, where he talks about his suicidal thoughts, yes. um, and about him controlling the Hulk and the urges and stuff like that. And I found that really interesting, and um, just the whole character, and he brought a lot of his own personality to it as well, which uh, I thought it made for a brilliant Hulk. He's, he's my favourite by far. But the film starts... Um, You've got the Chitari uh, and Loki, and uh, this is who making a deal basically um, that Loki wants to rule Earth. He's uh, he's been kicked out of Asgard, doesn't he? He has, and he wants to rule Earth. And in exchange, he's going to get the Tesseract, which has been found in the ocean. Um, and in exchange for ruling Earth, he'll give the Chitari the Tesseract. That's the deal um, that he made from the start. Uh, I think if you if you don't watch that. And you don't know who those characters are, you may miss out on. You see, that's quite one negative on. on the film. The Atari, in terms of that, uh, from a casual viewer point of view, which I probably was going into this, um, you don't really know who they are. And in terms of you've got the Avengers teaming up, you don't know or have any idea of how potentially bad for the Earth these people can be. And yeah. the issue is when they do come, I know if I swear, but when they do come at the end, I appreciate this scene is very important when you know how when you know who they are. I think it, it, it I mean, it's not an anticlimax. It just I think confuses a lot of people. Like who are these people? I don't I didn't quite. I, yeah, I, so I was quite lucky because I didn't get it from that point of view. I mean, that's what I think I've been dumbed it. down for this film, um, and I wish they did more. Uh, the final fight scene at the end, I really do. Yeah, but, Michael Bay, pay note. This is how you do a fight scene, yes. right? Not as in Transformers. I don't know what the hell I'm watching. There was yeah, and there's, it's not all slow motion. 
And uh, yes, I, I, we could go into that for yeah, yeah, yeah. hours. Um, and then he goes into the, excuse me, the Western Division of a Shield headquarters, uh, a research facility where they're on evacuation. Uh, but where you get into the action straight away because you've got the Tasserax energy as a, a massive energy surge, which is why they're evacuating the centre. Um, and you meet Nick Fury, you meet uh, Dr. Selvig, and you meet Hawkeye as well, don't you? Pretty yes. much straight away. Yeah. Um, and Agent Coulson's there. This is the first time we properly see Nick Fury, as in has a part. He not just a cameo. Yes. He's not really in the first Captain film. I think maybe right, maybe right at the end. He kind of plays know. more of the Avengers, doesn't he? He's he in does. that, but he's it's more but of a, a it's dialogue the first time role. We properly see him, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't really come onto his own until the Winter Soldier film. Does yeah, he? that's why really I felt that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed this scene. It was um, opening a porthole. Uh, and as I said, if one door opens, another door has to open as well. He needs to come from somewhere yeah. into another world. So Loki enters. Um, and Loki, for me, was one of the best characters in it because he was such a letdown in Thor because he was such a weak character. In comparison with Thor, they're both meant to be gods, but he's so kind of puny, isn't he, as the Hulk would say. There's nothing of him. But in this, as soon as he comes through, he looks evil. He kicks ass and right. kills people straight away. But then do you feel the fact that when people thought Loki was the, the big bad guy, which wasn't necessarily the case, he's kind of like in cahoots, isn't he? Mm. Do you feel that before going into the film, that may have hurt the film from here, the, the way he was portrayed in Thor? Um, no, I mean, I, I think um, Joss Whedon nailed it on this one for Loki. He did. But no, no, I know that, and we know that, and I'm not denying the fact that Loki was absolutely infinitely more better. Yeah. His character, I'm not saying that he's acting in this, but yeah. do you feel that going into the Avengers, I knew that Loki was. Well, yeah, you know, you know, one of the bad guys, and yeah. I thought, really, and I wasn't going into it with the highest hopes. I came out of it completely different, but like, because of the Thor yeah. film, kind of hurt for me the hype of the Avengers. If that uh, makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, I knew it was, um, was going to be the bad guy, but but I was scratching my head and like, why can't you come up with a better bad guy? That's what I thought. Yeah, going into the film, but because I didn't purposely um, see any spoilers for this, I didn't know how bad he'd be and if he'd be alone. Um, and what the general thread of the story would be. No, no. But, but yeah, they were definitely onto a winner because he was so poor in Thor that... Yeah, you know, it was up for him, I think. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it can improve. And um, thanks to the writing and the direction of this, it did improve. He's got the power surge, and he's got this long um, like staff, isn't he? Uh, what would you call it? Yes, it, yes. Don't, don't let it touch your heart. Yeah, it turns it cold. Exactly. Um, so he turns Dr. Selvig and he turns Hawkeye, doesn't he? Yes, very, uh, very easily. They don't really put up much resistance, really, no, understandably. No, which is, uh, which is a shame, because I'd like to have seen a bit more from Hawkeye straight away. Um, and they, they basically escape with the Tesseract, don't they? Yeah, they, 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 they do. Interesting. I don't know if you had it in your night, and I apologise if I'm stepping on you. No, 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 no. Um, when they actually shot the film, they didn't actually have... The um, you know they had the like the blue light zombie eyes, didn't they? Yeah. They didn't have that, and they had to add that in after because they felt that it didn't really show that they were possessed kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And they wanted to show that, and it, they felt it wasn't. Um, so I think Yoss uh, added that, and I think it, that really did help. Yeah. No, I, that's not in my notes at all. I mean, it, okay. I've got so many notes. I, I didn't I go through the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't go through the kind of the, the um, trivia or anything like We're that. on the first line still, boys yeah. and girls. But and he and there's another hint there. That um, Nick Fury asks him to get rid of uh, Phase Two, doesn't he? Yes. So, and you don't know at that time what Phase no. Two is, do you? So, 
which leads to a really great chase scene when they're after Loki um, and Hawkeye and Dr. Selvig, and there's a good car chase, and that's when you see Maria Hill, uh, who's chasing them in the car. And I really enjoyed that, because you're, you're given about three minutes, or maybe even two minutes of dialogue, then bang, you're straight into the action. And it is really good action. It is. And it's kind of cartoon violence, which kids can enjoy as well. It's, uh, it's really fast-paced. Yeah, yeah. It, almost like um, the A-Team. I always remember the A-Team. You know, you, you, there's lots of explosions in action, but no one dies. Yeah. Uh, uh, not that it was really safe action, but yeah, it was kind of the action where you could sit with your six-year-old and both enjoy it at the same time, and it's safe kind of thing. That's yeah. how I felt. No, it Whether is, it's yeah. a 12 or not, but I felt... you know, that Yeah, you know no one's going to be decapitated or... No. Or, or they're kind of neck broken right in front of you in a really vicious way. I mean, to say that, um, Daredevil... A bit different, really. Yeah, yes. that's a marvel as well. And we've seen the direction that's gone in to pulling someone's ribcage out and using it as a weapon. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just two ends of a... It's another world, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so they do escape, and that's when they... The only option Nick Fury has is really to call uh, the Avengers together, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, and you, you don't really know much about Loki's kind of scepter then, do you? Uh, the power that's got. Um, and I love the, the, uh, the special effects when the actual headquarters of S.H.I.E.L.D., it just kind of implodes and just sinks into the ground, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost a premonition of what's going to happen in the Winter Soldier, but on a grander Yeah, on a grander scale. scale, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, you, you see basically that, you know, one man, fair enough, he's a demigod, so to speak, but yeah. he was able to take down an entire shield court, you know, an entire wing, let's say. Yeah. Essentially. Um, he kind of, you know, he means business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it was a um, fantastic opening scene. And this really, once he calls the, uh, the Avengers together... For the first, say, 45 minutes, it's a, a build-up of what character is where, what stage they are in their, their lives, um, and getting recalled. Because the very first one, when you see it's Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, who on many levels is my favourite. She's Why is that then? Just because she's absolutely stunning, and she wears a catsuit, and she kicks ass, and I like that, and she tricks the hell out of every male who, like me, would just go for her looks and be completely gullible, and you'd fall for anything she said, just because she is so deceiving, which she proves later on in the film. And it's brilliant, because she's called up, and you see her being tortured by Russians, being questioned, don't yes. you? Yes. Uh, and she's in a chair, and she's got her hands tied behind her back. That's a scene that Joss Whedon wanted to do for years, apparently. Oh, really? He had, that, he had apparently, he'd written that scene down, but he hadn't actually attributed it to, to anything. He hadn't done yeah. it yet in Buffy... Or anything like that. And, he, and Yoss is always a fan of really strong female characters. I mean, that's right. Yeah. At, you know, look at Buffy and some, an some Alien. Of the, yeah. Yeah. Um, and some of the uh, and some of the other stuff and some of the other stuff he's done. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, I thought it, I thought if it wasn't going to be in Buffy, it really, it, you know, it really fits. Yes. That whole scene. And, it, and it, for anyone that didn't really know her that well, it, it what an introduction to a character as well. Oh, she yeah, she kicks ass, and it's it's really funny the way it's done. It's very light hearted. That um, Coulson rings her up, yeah, and just and wants her to to leave now. She says, "Well, I'm getting all the information I want." And to anyone else, it appears that she's the one who's yes. being interrogated. Yeah. But she, normally, as they do in films, once they've got someone captive, they tell them everything before they kill they them. They do. They do. So they confidence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like Austin Powers. Yes. Yeah, so she gets told everything, and she kicks their ass, doesn't she? She does indeed. And it is brilliant, brilliant fight scene. It's great choreography. I don't know whether she's doing any of it or whether it's all wire work. 
or yeah, someone I don't else. Know. I don't that, know. That would, be, that would be interesting. You get actors, especially like Tom Cruise now, uh, wanting to do their own stunts more and more. Yeah. Can, you know, and I think that's absolutely brilliant. And in, in, in one way, it does save the film money as well. Yeah, and it's enough I don't respect. Just for your life insurance. Yeah, it's kudos but, to them, isn't it? They, yeah. they keep doing that. Um, so she gets the information, and, and then she leaves. And just before she goes, she says to him, um, you need to talk to the big guy. And she turns around to Colson and says, well, Stark doesn't trust me. He goes, no, the big guy. And you knew who, did, you, did you know who that was the first time you saw it? The first time I saw it, I wasn't too sure. I, I was still kind of getting the euphoria off, seeing her kick someone's ass. <laughs> you were still recovery. You were still yeah. recovery mate. But it's it just, the look on her face, which you realise is who she actually means, yes. is a look of fucking hell. Oh, I've really got to go there. And, and I just thought that was brilliant. So, and then the next thing, it does go to India. I, do, I believe it's India, somewhere like that, isn't it? it, it it's somewhere far away. Where yeah. And you actually see Banner, who's working as a doctor. Yes. Yeah, and he's lured away by this um, child that someone else is ill, and she's got money in her hand, she's willing to pay. So they go to some remote location. Um, and for me, this scene is just fantastic. The, the way they start to play each other. That... He goes to this remote cabin, uh, the kid climbs out the window, so you realise something's going on there. And, and at first, I didn't realise that it was um, Romanoff, I thought it was a trick that someone else was going to try and get him. I wondered that too. Yeah, and he'd hulk up straight away, <coughs> and you'd see it. But no, Romanoff arrives, and they appear not to know each other, don't they? Because mm. she has to introduce herself and basically say that she's with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Um, and spoken to Nick Fury and Agent Coulson and this is what they want you to do, which I thought was well, quite interesting. Who, yeah, but he knows who Nick Fury is. Yeah, but it, you kind of, because we've had the luxury of watching so many films together um, and watching this film numerous times, you just take it for granted that they do know each other, don't you? Yeah, you do, you do. Um, but, but yeah, but he doesn't know her. Uh, he doesn't know who Nick Fury is. And then, and it's great the way he plays there, that he kind of... He's talking about the he hasn't had any... Is it three years that he hasn't changed for? It is not, it isn't, it's quite a number of years. Yeah, I, I must have wrote it down, but I'm kind of waffling on um, too much. But, yeah, so... And he, I like the way he plays her when he starts getting angry and shouting. As soon as he starts getting angry, she pulls that gun and he just says... Like, he kind of just laughs at her, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So then she just goes to the ear mic and just says, no, stand down, stand down, it's all right. What, what I think is quite funny about that scene is, uh, yeah, it is quite funny. He's called her out, isn't he? He's called her out. She's really scared as yeah. well, yeah? And at the end of the day, we, we, we've seen the Hulk films. We know, arguably, the Hulk is, you know, probably, pound for pound, the most, the yeah. most powerful of the Avengers. Yeah. They, I don't know what weapons they had. They must have been super weapons, because I doubt they would have stopped him. I mean, you know, when we see... Yeah. The whole film, which exactly. Is but yeah, I did like the way he called her bluff completely. Yeah, because good. she's always the the master of manipulation. Yes. And the fact that she was there shitting herself, but it's the first time you really do see her. But it's uh, good. Scared, isn't it? Which is, yeah, as you say, it's brilliant. It's it builds up. Yeah, it introduces uh, the Hulk once again, really, really well. Mm. Bearing in mind, also, this is a new actor. For the first time we've seen him, Mr. Ruffalo, play the play, yeah. you know, Doctor Banner. Yeah, it's brilliant, and they want him because because of his knowledge knowledge of um, gamma radiation, isn't it? Yeah, not not because of the Hulk. Interestingly no. enough, yeah, which is what they which is what they actually did want, wasn't it? Yeah, um, they didn't want the Hulk, did they? It's no. only Loki um, who's got plans for that, which we obviously find out later on. Um, the next character we're introduced to is Chris Evans, Captain America, and this scene straight from um, the end. The end of, yeah, where he's in the gym punching. Yes, with a body like yours, Graves. 
you're more of a four, aren't you? You've got I'm, the hair for I've got, four. Uh, I've got, I've got the stupid haircut. Yeah. It's not stupid. There's nothing stupid about long hair. <laughs> I can't have long hair. No. So, no. 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 But, but from 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 the back, kingpin. My hairy back. Kingpin. All oh, right. <laughs> kingpin. Yeah. Thanks ever so much. That's he's, okay. He's fat no, and bald. It's actually in the comic. He's actually muscle. Really. In a lot of comics, apparently, rather than fat. You're very strong and you're very rich, and. You get very angry when you, when you if, if anyone interrupts a date, you're on. Okay, yes. <laughs> if anyone's seen Daredevil, but there you go, carry yeah. on. If anyone interrupts me and Mrs. J, then uh, I will go there and kick their ass and slam their head in the door. Yeah, that's Numerous right, times yeah. until there is no head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I'll get my um, servant to clear it up. Yes. <laughs> Where's Leah? <laughs> anyway, we digress. Apologies. Yes, yes. Spoiler um, alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler if you haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, that's what happens. Um... Yeah, so see Chris Evans in the gym, and he's very different, his approach. He's very um, patriotic, and he can be sold on the idea of um, saving America, can't he? Yeah, he's got he, the Christianity idea He kind well. of reminds me of, uh, he's almost, well, I don't want to, uh, well, his personality is almost Marvel's answer to Superman, I feel. The, the way he's very honourable. Yeah, he's he all American wrong. boy, isn't he? He's an American boy, he won't do anything wrong, he's very, very polite. Basically, you know, he's... Everyone's father, uh, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you had a daughter and she came back with a boyfriend like that, you'd be very happy. I think the father would be very happy. Robert Downey, I am, yes. it'd be a completely different story, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be a nightmare. You'd be like, right, we're, yes, absolutely. we get a chastity belt tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Was it philanthropist, um, playboy, playboy uh, and philanthropist, uh, a millionaire can't, can't or something? I can't even say that. It's no. like Millennium Falcon, <laughs> which I can't say either, so... It's fantastic. Apart from that, I've not got the word millennium. This is despite two, two Star Wars films now. Yes, well. frankly, okay. we're doing Return of the Jedi, which I can say fine. Um, so, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, that <laughs> that's, is, my, uh, that's my line. Apologies, that's my people, apologies. Um, only Graham knows why that's going off. <laughs> um, so he sells it on the Tesseract, doesn't he? He does, he does. And that's the idea that it's, um, it could be used... For, as a sustainable energy, doesn't he? That, he doesn't mention the weapons, that it's sustainable energy. Um, he doesn't even mention Phase 2. No. Because again, if he would have mentioned Phase 2 to Captain America, I don't think he would have got involved, and he's proved that in uh, The Winter Soldier as well. And next you meet the main man himself, Tony Stark, Iron Man. And as you know, I'm a massive, massive Iron Man fan. Really? Yes, I really am. There is, uh, what I like about this film, though, is... Because I thought, okay, Iron Man's going to be the main character, maybe, and more focused upon. But I don't really feel that it's a main character in this film, which I think no. is brilliant. Because halfway through the film, or halfway through the battle, Stark actually says to Captain America, you're the leader, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? Yeah. Which I thought was fantastic. Because I don't think it would have been as good if they would have turned around to Iron Man and said, you're the leader, what do you want us to do? Because you don't need that. I think it shows kind of the human side of him which he proves later on in the film, that he's willing to say to Captain America, who he had a Barney with before, you're the leader, we'll do what you say. I thought it was a, a yeah, fantastic I mean, I mean, he almost had like a mini story arc in this, didn't he, really? He did, yeah. You know, you know from the beginning, but coming in quite arrogantly, but very very, very Tony Stark-like, and how we expect. Yeah, to, but you, to, to you, where you he see a different start, um, or a different side of Tony Stark from the, um, from the start of it. Because obviously he's underground, um, working on his arc reactor. Yeah. Um, to power Stark Towers in New York, yes. we find out. And he's with Pepper Potts, and they're very much of a, a lovey-dovey couple. You they could, are. You reminded me of kind of Graham, in a way. 
grabbing his girlfriend. I mean, if Pepper Potts wouldn't have been there, he may have been texting her every three seconds. He, he, yes, he, <laughs> may, he, may, he, may, he may well have been. So, we, we never know. It's a shame that he's not here to argue the fact. I, I don't, the problem is, it's a fact. You said it's a fact that you can't argue against a fact, Stu. Well, yeah, you know it's That's a fact, don't you? I, We both know it's a fact. It, that's very true. Um, but yeah, he's very lovey-dovey with, with regards to I've done this for you and everything like that. And I love the introduction, uh, the introduction of um, Phil Coulson. He walks in. He does. And Pepper Potts turns around and goes, Hi, Phil. They know, well, yeah, we know from the other film. They, they know each other quite well. Yeah. Yeah, he saved their life, yeah. So, and he, and the, the tech that he gives Tony Stark, well, he gives it to Pepper Potts because no one takes anything or no one gives Stark anything, do they? No. He doesn't accept it. But it's like a... It's like a kind of a briefcase, but like a, um, a folder that he just opens, and the fact he can it brings up a screen, then he can just flick the screen, and you get multiple um, like holographic screens everywhere, don't you, around right. him, and they're all interactive as well. That even when you've got the tesseract there, he can pick it up and move it around, like manipulate it in his hands. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, the tech. They've really pushed the tech as well, which I think they needed to, which I liked. So. And once he realises, obviously being a, a scientist and a genius, that he realises something needs to be done with, with regards to this and he counts himself in, doesn't he? Would you not agree? No, no, I do. You're looking at me like, no, like, no, like some kind of fool buffoon. Yeah, because, because interestingly, the last time we, we had this, um, Iron Man was not considered for the Avengers programme, if you remember. He That's very true. Basically, a no, he could be an advisor. And actually, he says that, he points that out himself, he doesn't does. he? That they said he's unstable. Yeah, why would you want me in? Yeah, so a bit of a sulk there. But that will be from... So this was... Uh, Iron Man 2 that would have been from, I think. Yeah, it had to be Iron Man 2, 2010, yeah. I mean, when he first came up with that, I wondered where that was coming from. Obviously, there's two years difference between um, Iron Man 2 and, and this one. Um, so Tony Stark's in, we've got Mark Ruffalo, he's in, and we've got Agent Romanoff. So... Uh, the next person that he goes to see, I know he's, I've skipped my notes here, I've skipped my notes, I do apologise. So, the, one question I've got is when they've got um, Dr. Selvig, who's working on the, the technology uh, which will eventually open the porthole for the Jatari to come through. Yes. What was your feelings about, whilst he's doing that, Loki is then kind of teleported away, where he, he meets, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, that the leader of the Chitari, um, who he's obviously continuing to make a deal with, and what were my thoughts on that? Yeah, because he's one minute he's talking to Doctor Selvig and he's talking to um, Hawkeye about kind of what he what other technology he needs, um, and then the next part he's in another world. I mean, do you think that's kind of mind control that they've got over um, Loki, or do you think he's kind of there's like a hierarchy of people who's in charge. I don't know. How do you think he came into well, that other world? I have no idea. I mean, I think, I think Loki, at that point, you definitely realise he's the number two man, not the number one. And it's kind of confirmed then, really, where, you know, yeah. it's, it's absolutely confirmed then. But yeah. I just wondered what your thoughts were, the fact that one minute he was there, the next minute he was kind of like in Asgard or, or wherever he was, well, talking to someone else. Is it the staff? Does it have the power to do that, potentially? His staff. Yeah. I don't know. No. And I can't, I, don't, I feel, I, don't, I can't really answer that one for you. Um, uh, uh, for, no, I've got no answer for it either. No. I just wondered if, if you had any ideas on it because it, it does happen 
quite a few times that he's brought out that he can he changes obviously his outfit when he's in Berlin. Yes. Um, and he can kind of bring him he can, as if he can teleport himself. So, uh, but no, I've got no opinion on that. When they um, he's with Doctor Selby and he's with Hawkeye, um, they realise that to sta- uh, stabilise an agent will be the Iridium, which is a meteorite that's come down, which they need to collect to um, stabilise the uh, when the portholes open. Right. Yeah, the, uh, yes. yeah stabilise the Tesseract. And Hawkeye says that all he needs is an eyeball, which leads on to a. A really good scene, and did you, I don't know if you noticed, and I, I could be wrong on this, but um, when they they use kind of Batman technology, don't they? Yes, they use they everyone's do. mobile phone, yep, CCTV, yep. everything, um, everything with a live camera to actually find them. To me, that didn't bother me. I, that nothing went through my mind with no, regard no, to their no, copying technology. Seen, we've seen it done before, and I think as long as they, it, it looks like it could be real. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm you, not. Yeah. <laughs> question it too much. That's it, and. Um, by this time, they're on the uh, heli carrier, which I fucking loved. I thought it was brilliant. It was, I, yes, it was, it was. Yeah, that was uh, such a great idea. It was a great idea. Uh, yeah, and uh, w- w- one of the best scenes took place in that film as well l- later on when it, w- when it all went a bit peaked. Yeah, on. and the fact that um, they can cloak the heli carrier as well. Yes, I thought that was absolutely on technology. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, I just thought it was great. Um, it but, might be up above us now. We wouldn't know, Stu. No, I think it could be. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> The plane, how come a plane didn't crash into that? Um, magic. There you go. Um, the guy who actually spots um, Loki on CCTV or the cameras is um, Jasper Sitwell, who's the guy in, I think it is anyway, I could be wrong. You know um, the Winter Soldier? Yeah. You know the agent who's uh, a Hydra double agent? Who's rescued from the cargo boat first of all? Oh yes, and then um, they throw him off the roof, and Falcon picks him up. Uh, when you watch it again, you that, think it's him. I think that's Jasper Sitwell. I um, watch it again. I, I from the Winter really... Soldier, because I, I saw it, and obviously again we've got the luxury of hindsight. I thought, man, he's a Hydra agent. He's already in there. Is he Hydra there already? And all these conspiracies start going through my mind like a <laughs> complete numpty. Obviously, it would do because I'm only forty, so I've got very, yes. I've got a very we'll immature mind. Spare time on my hands. Yeah, tell me, what did you think about the scene in Berlin when he goes to uh, get the uh, what is it called again? Uh, a radium and the taking of the eye and the fight scene. Then what is do you that think with of all that? the people? Yeah, when Loki stands up. Yeah, Hawkeye. He's the boss. Yeah, he goes along and um, takes the eye. You find out he needs the eye for ID purposes to get the um, iridium. Yes. Uh, and that's quite—that's that, a scene that could be quite graphic. I love the way Loki gets hold of this um, guy who's obviously who works in the labs, and he's got this device that sucks out of his eye and reads it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, it's a bit. It's it's probably one of the more graphic ones from our. In, yeah, in but it's it. all but, in the mind, isn't it? Well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but having said that, I'll still be I'll, I'll still happily uh, with an eight ninety eight ninety one. Obviously, watch it. I don't know. Yeah. No, no problem. But they had, they obviously, they had the opportunities, scenes like that, later on and even before, to be a lot more graphic than they really were. And they just, clearly they decided not to. They wanted to make this, uh, you know, like a family film. Yeah, much as, was. as much as they, as they wanted to make, yeah. to, make, to, make, to make the most money. Yeah, but I, I thought it was a very good scene. That it took out his eye, and you actually saw what they needed it for, because they used the same device to open a safe. To but it shows you the length. Loki's a bad person and he doesn't he will do whatever he wants to you know what I mean yeah, and he did this in front of an audience yeah. didn't he several hundred to get the people. job to get the job done uh, so 
Yeah, it, it agrees with me, but once again, it tells you all you need to know about about Loki. Now, I'm sure he would have done it in the first Thor film, but as you said, he, he was much more of like a kind of like a wet blanket. You kind of felt in the Thor film, he'd the only way he'd win is by is by stabbing someone in the back when they're not seeing. Yeah, he had and dad now, issues in the first one, didn't he? He had what? Dad issues in the he first did. one. Yes, and he was very sneaky about about the way he went about it. Now. I appreciate he's probably still sneaky. However, I think he's a lot more upfront with his "Yes, I'm evil, I'm bad." Uh, you know, he's, yeah. he seems to be a lot more comfortable with yeah. it as well. Because Loki, and I like his, well, I like his outfit that he's wearing. He kind of turns in. He looks like more of a god, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Because he walks out of there with um, his outfit turns to gold as he leaves. He's got his massive gold horns, and he's got his scepter with him, and he shouts at all the members of public to to bow down and kneel before him. I really do like the scene. You've got one German guy who stands up, and obviously he um, refuses to kneel down before him, making a reference to Hitler. Yeah, um, which is quite interesting and yeah. brave. I, yeah, I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, that you said there's been, and Captain America obviously mentions it as well. He says, "There's no one like me." He says, "No, there's always people like you," and obviously referring to the, the history of his country. And Loki just about is about to kill him with his um, scepter. Then Captain America jumps in and saves him. Good moment. It, it was really, really good. The fight was a little bit disappointing because he's obviously limited. Um, Captain, Captain America. Yeah. Well, but, but this is do. it. This is prior to Winter Soldier. And I think Winter Soldier showed you what a badass Captain America could really because as far as we're concerned, right, let's be honest, yeah, is Captain America, he's an American trained soldier with a bit of steroids. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I don't mean that horribly, but that's the way a lot of people that don't know too much about Captain America come into it. He's just a soldier that's a yeah. bit stronger than but, normal. But I suppose on the back of that is that Loki wanted to get captured. Yes, he did. He did. So he, he didn't put that much of a fight, no. Yeah, so that's probably the reason why. Um, and again, when they're fighting, uh, uh, Cap is about to get his ass kicked, isn't yeah. he? And then uh, my favourite part. I mean, you've got uh, you've got one of the little jets um, with Agent Romanoff uh, flying above. Yeah. And then you hear ACDC playing. Yes, yeah. And then you know no. the main man is about to go there in my eyes. Then he lands. Just he crouches down, puts his arms down, and that is it. I have just this film for me was already. That, was that almost sexual for you? It bit? was it very was. sexual. Yeah, for I'd, me. Imagine, I'd imagine I it probably say. was. And even the smile on my face. Oh. You're smiling now. Yeah, and it was just so good. Uh, and it was just ah, oh, I, I don't know. I haven't got words to describe the orgasm. No, it, it's it's just, oh yeah, yeah, yes, I know, I know. And I think if you're not a fan of anything of Marvel, I think even if you're not a fan, but you know who the characters are, you're like shit. Just got real. I mean, yeah. you know, you know. Uh, um, you know, compared to bad boys, it's like the equivalent of the Boba Fett for Star Wars. Just yeah. looks good. He just looks mean. He looks kicks the part. Ass. He looks the part. Yeah, uh, and until he got digested. Well, yeah. But if, if you listen to our Empire um, podcast, you'll realise the man love for um, for Boba Fett that we've all got. So at the time when you watched that, did you think Loki had been captured too easy, or no, did you not really not think really. about that? No, I just thought, oh, they're teaming up. Yeah, uh, and, and, and they got him. it. wasn't It really wasn't until um, they pretty much told the audience that he did it on purpose. You know, they start inferencing, you know, you know, yeah. amongst themselves. That I thought, oh, yeah, you've probably got a point there. At this point, I didn't. I'm assuming you did. No, I, I honestly, I didn't. I, okay. I kind of just thought, as you did. Well, they captured him. 
Well, Captain no. America is a badass, and you've got the plane there, and you are Captain America and Iron Man. I did feel though, you know, you know, like in films, like okay, we're not even we're, we're maybe at halfway, not sure. Yeah, it's all going too well. <laughs> Yeah, it was very simple, that. wasn't it? I did it? feel that, though. Yeah. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, though. No, so. no. And you, I, don't, I didn't really... Amongst the enjoyment of what was happening and the characters, um, I, I didn't kind of look at any other like, story plots with regards to, maybe they're doing this, maybe it's going to go in this direction. It was just a case of really, really enjoying this as what's happening. Yes. Um, and then they're transporting Loki back, uh, and they're obviously all quite pleased with themselves. And I love the introduction. This is where we meet um, Thor in this film for the first time. That there's the uh, the thunder, isn't there? Yes. And this is only a bit of thunder. And he says, "Yeah, guys, it's what come after the thunder that worries me." Because obviously yeah. the lightning of Thor, and he actually comes down and he steals Loki, doesn't he? Yes. They have a bit of a scuffle, and he, he takes off of him. And, and this was where it really, really got interesting because, again. They didn't know who Thor was. No, they didn't. And you, again, you take you them. know, but they don't. You know yeah. more than them. It's one of the few times where you actually know a lot more, a lot more than, than the characters yeah. in the actual film. They want, they think he's a someone to assist them um, in basically with the tesseract. Yes, and, and it's good because you don't know what's going to happen, and you actually get to see um, the more human side because Tony Stark, Iron Man, goes after Thor. Um, but before that, obviously, Thor and um, Loki have a chat about you're letting the people of Earth down and Thor says, because of um, Natalie Portman, that he loves all the people yes. of Earth and and all that other cobblers, really, that they've come to love me and I, he's become a bit more human um, about the whole situation. Uh, that He says that this is a weakness. But again, Loki never tries to escape um, when he's with Thor, does he? Well, this is true, yeah, because I'm thinking... Loki knows Thor could kick his ass in a normal situation. Yeah. But are we actually looking at a normal situation? Probably not, because Loki's got the spear and he's probably a lot more powerful than he was in the Thor film. So you're probably right. In hindsight, it's quite obvious. I, w- I wasn't really questioning it at the time. No, I wasn't. And but, it, but now we're talking about it, it's even more obvious now that yeah. Loki wanted... wanted well, when he's left on his own, because um, Death, um, Captain America and uh, Iron Man are having a set-to with Thor. Yeah. And Loki's just sitting there in amusement watching who's going to win. Uh, and and th- you come to realise that this is his plan, that he wants to kind of turn all the Avengers against each other. He does. So, and so it's working straight from the off that they don't know who each other are. And, and, I, and I really like the fact that we know everyone's good. They all think each other are evil. Yes. And that works out really well. So, and it ends by Thor smashing Captain America's shield. And taking out about 30 football pitches worth of um, yeah. woods. And then they kind of think bollocks to this. This is just going to go on and on and on. And um, they sort it out that way. Um, I like it when Thor electrocutes Iron Man and it kind of helps him. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was disappointed. And I think they showed the vulnerabilities of... Mostly Thor's a god. He is. And uh, he, can't be, he can't be destroyed, really. He is... He can't be destroyed. Well, not by... He, he can't be destroyed with anything that, really, um, well, Iron Man's got to offer, has he? Probably, no. Or no. what Captain America's got to offer? Um, well, we don't really know, do we? Uh, yeah, maybe. But you've it's seen right. um, Thor go... Uh, Thor and the Hulk are matched. They are. Yeah, that is very true. That's very true. They are so, the strongest. Yeah, and, I mean... But then, Star- yeah, it's a bit like the whole Batman-Superman kind of thing, you know? Um... <laughs> 
Which four, we'll find out. Four soon. is probably, yeah, he is a god. Having said that, you probably have a lot of faith in Tony Stark finding out a weakness of sorts or being able to build something that could beat him. At some We'd point. have to have a tank buster, wouldn't we? That, like, like, yeah, I mean, no, but I'd, I'd have fully, if we, we're never going to have it, if we did have a Thor versus Iron Man thing, I, I, yeah, with Tony Stark, he's so clever, or even more so potentially than like a Bruce Wayne character, that he probably would find a way somehow. Yeah, I mean, you know? it'd be really interesting that, um, if you're listening to this now, tweet us who you think would win out of Iron Man and Thor. I think Thor oh, would I kick Iron right. Man's ass. I love Iron Man. He would, he would. I, 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 in a straight fight, absolutely. If they're allowed to go and prepare, I'd probably, I'd probably give Tony Stark. Okay, yeah, let us know. Um, tweet us. Thor versus Iron Man. And then just let us know who you think would win. It would be really interesting to know. Um, and we're talking about going fully prepared, pre-arranged fight, and then they'll go toe-to-toe. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? Yes. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'll stick with my guns, Thor. But I love Iron Man. I'm a man divided. (laughs) (laughs) So they're they're back on the uh, the helicarrier, and Loki's placed in the the Hulk tank, isn't he? He is. Which is a tank that they obviously, uh, it is what it's got it written on the tin, that if the Hulk should kick off, I think the Hulk would destroy that anyway. It wouldn't make any difference, would it? But apparently it can kill the Hulk. I didn't think anything could kill the Hulk. I thought, really? I didn't, I didn't get that. I just thought it could contain him. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, apparently And I don't so. think anything can kill the Hulk. No, that's the idea, because I think even, even um, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Mr. Banner, basically mentioned I've tried suicide and stuff, but the big guy always stops me. Yeah, he ate the bullets, didn't Can't. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first meeting of uh, Stark and uh, Banner, is fun. I really like it. It's two geniuses. Yes. Um, and he says, he, he talks about, oh, I love your work on this project and stuff like that. And uh, he says, oh, I'm a huge fan of uh, when you turn into a, uh, a big green rage monster. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes straight out with it, he does. doesn't he? And no one else does as well. People tiptoe around the fact that he's the Hulk. But he just comes out with some great dialogue between both of them. Um, so they, they start experimenting uh, on, it's kind of... Is it, is it technology for regards to the, the, the sector, isn't it, of what it's given off mm-hmm. uh, due to the gamma radiation? And whilst they're doing that, Tony Stark pricks him with this kind of electronic needle, uh, teasing him into, are you going to change? Yes. How do you control your rage? Yeah. Uh, could I change you now by doing this? And, and I didn't know whether, like watching that for a third or fourth time, whether that's Stark just being his kind of usual mischievous self or whether... That's the Tesseract, not the Tesseract, um, the Scepter, the power of the Scepter changing... I never really thought about it that way, Stu. Kind of changing them already, because their characters do develop, uh, they do change once they're all in that lab together, don't they? It's not so much when they're, they still, yeah, when yeah. they're on deck, they it's in that lab. They a lot more, don't they? They do argue, and all their personalities change. Um, so, they start kind of... Uh, He's talking about phase two, and once they're on the helicarrier, Stark reveals that on his mobile phone... He's, he's captured. Yeah, he's downloading all the data from S.H.I.E.L.D. But I think, as you mentioned to me, he didn't find anything about Hydra. No. Which is interesting. Yeah, he, and he was kind of... I think he was more interested in... Um, phase two. Yeah, what phase two is, and how can a secret organisation have secrets? He was intrigued in yes. hacking into that, and he was quite open to admit it. Um... And whilst they're doing that, 
they're trying to get Loki to crack because they, they don't know where the Tesseract is or what they need it for, do they? No, they don't have any idea what Loki's doing there, why he's there, what the Scepter is really for. Nothing about they the Chitauri. They, they know whatsoever. absolutely nothing, no. No, so what did you think of the, the Black Widow scene when Black Widow goes and speaks to um, Loki? It's good. It, it showed... Um, it was like a, almost a continuation of the first scene we saw her, really, in terms of character development. It, it showed her how manipulative and clever she could be. She played him properly, didn't she? She, she played me as well. But what was quite good, though, is, let's be honest, the Black Widow, she doesn't have any superpowers that mm. we know of, really. She, she, no gamma rays, no magic suit, mm. no big hammer. Did you believe yeah. her when she was... Because the, the angle she goes through with Loki is that Loki obviously finds out about her past. Yes. Um, which is actually true... Uh, which upsets her, but she offloads against him the fact that she wants to see um, Agent Barton Hawkeye alive. Yeah. Um, because she owes him her life. She does. Uh, and plays it as a kind of that they're in love. Yeah. And please don't take him away from me, and uh, I'll do anything. And he sees her as as very pathetic, and. Because uh, I thought initially, oh, this is how he gets out now. Maybe possibly, you know. Yeah. And I thought this film. I didn't give it enough credit for it to being for it being clever and adult enough to yeah. do something like that. I thought it would be quite simple because all we really want is to see these superheroes fight as yeah. in either each other or, or together. Yeah. And it was really really refreshing. And it, the, the 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 more you watch it, I think the better scenes like that are. The dialogue is really really yeah. good in this film. But it's one of those things where you know I think even a third or fourth time you kind of like see something new in this film and it's down to. Things like this, you'll notice things yeah. you maybe didn't notice before. And the continuity, even now, um, of when you when you watch this film, having um, obviously just about to watch uh, Age of Ultron, that the continuity is really, really good as well. And I think that's what makes you enjoy it so much. Age of, it, yeah, on Thursday the twenty third. Yeah, that's it. And and she tricked me when she tricks Loki, and Loki admits that um, he's they're all going to die because the Hulk will rip everyone apart and turn everyone against each other. She just turns around and smiles and says, thanks. And Hulky's face, he has been properly played by her. I got played. I thought she had feelings for him, um, for Hawkeye, yeah. and that she genuinely was upset. Uh, and from then onwards, I didn't trust a single word she said. <laughs> so I didn't know if she was playing anyone. And that, that, we kind of didn't have that in Winter Soldier as much, maybe, as, as, as perhaps we should have done then, really, didn't we? No, there was no kind of real interrogation scene. scene, but I mean, it was more... There was a lot of action for her, wasn't it? There was a lot of action, but, but there were no fantastic. scenes like, like that where I felt she's very good at the action scenes, but so is everyone else. Yeah. And, and, and her character excels at something like this. Yeah, the only time it was manipulation when it was actual um, entire character um, change at the end. Yes. Uh, where she played uh, Robert Redford completely. Yeah. So, But again, she didn't look like her normal self. But the next scenes they've got is when they actually properly do turn on each other is where they're in the, the lab with the, uh, the scepter and they're arguing. Um, uh, is it Captain America and uh, Stark? Uh, Captain America doesn't like Stark. Yeah, they start offering each other out, don't they? What he says that... Um, we're arguing about Stark's not a soldier, he's just a, uh, a, a rich bum, basically. He hasn't done anything, he's got no character. He, he won't sacrifice himself, which is mentioned quite a lot. Um, he won't put his, his own kind of body and thoughts... Um, in front of anyone else's. Did you believe that at the time? Is is Captain America saying, saying the truth about Stark to a certain degree or not? Uh, I think the old Tony Stark he was, 
But when I first watched this, I had an idea. I thought it was a Tesseract that was um, changing everyone. Because everyone changed together in a group. And they did See, show you thought, it I thought, glowing. I thought it was just an argument they were having the first time I watched it. I didn't really put yeah. two together. Yeah, but, but, it, but it was only very subtle that it did show you it glowing. Because obviously the camera goes through the whole yeah. um, company of people, doesn't it? So I had a rough idea that possibly this is happening. But I, I did think that the Loki would escape like, there and then. I thought that maybe yeah. the, uh, the, the sector would move on its own or... Or kind of gun, once it's yeah. got the power of them arguing, it would gain the energy to to okay. then kind of fire through the air or something like that That's through the walls. Deep. That's quite deep. Yeah, and get him out. But I, not knowing the character of Loki, apart from what I've seen in the films, I didn't know if the the scepter would do that. But obviously, it didn't. It just made them argue, and uh, it's to kind of really turn Banner into the Hulk. That's the whole plan that he wants. Yeah. He, so he wanted to turn Banner into the Hulk. He did. Yeah. But why did he want to turn Banner into the Hulk? Because it would destroy... It could potentially kill but, the other Avengers and yeah, destroy see, that helicarrier so we're, we're, we're bring basing, it all down. But we're basing that on the Hulk being angry enough to do that. Because the Hulk... So, so even as the Hulk, he was... Um, he's been manipulated. Even when he's the Hulk. Because the Hulk, he's not particularly clever, as we yeah. know. But he still has an understanding of good and bad. Doesn't he? Yeah, but this I took it that this um, the energy from this scepter was so powerful. Obviously, see, it can okay. change people, can't it? Yes, it can. By the touch of them, so just its sheer presence just was just feeding off anger. Well, no, that's that's fine. And I just wanted to see you. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's what I, th I I thought was happening, and thankfully, for once a year, I was actually proved right, um, which is why I watch this film again and again and again. It's any film <laughs> that I am proved right. Um, and whilst they're, they're arguing, um, you see that Hawkeye starts to uh, lead his troops. Obviously, the troops um, who are kind of, they're soldiers, but have they all been changed or are they just genuinely bad people? I, was that, I wasn't sure. We didn't get to see all of their eyes, did we? Which is no. sort of the big clue. No, but I just wondered. So they start attacking the helicarrier whilst they're arguing, um, which makes uh, Hulk... Uh, or basically, he turns into the Hulk, doesn't he? He does. Which, for me, the, the transformation scene—he turns into the Hulk—was one I'll never forget for the rest of my life for many, many reasons. Uh, one, because the transformation is so good, um, and he actually looks like um, Ruffalo once he's he's changed. Yes, he does. And when I saw it at the cinema with my son, that I, it was so good because there's quite a lot of dialogue before he changes, isn't there? Yeah. So, whilst there was dialogue, whilst they were arguing, um, my son, who's nine, said, I want to go down and spend a penny and go to the toilet. So, and I always like to sit at the back of the cinema. And he walks all the way down the stairs and he walks right in front of the big screen. And, and as he walks in front of the big screen, that's when Hulk turned around at the screen and went, <laughs> like that. And he shit himself. Did he? Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny. And he came back after he went for a wee. And the look on his face, I said, that really made you jump, didn't it? It was like, yeah, it really did. <laughs> he was in front of like a 15-foot screen full of Hulk's face. Yeah. <laughs> but we still laugh about that now, even when we watch that on, um, on Blu-ray. But it's just so good. Um, but the, what did you think of the transformation of Hulk? 
I thought it was really good. I thought, um, I mean, I think even in the last one with Edward Norton, it was, it was, it was good. But yeah, I, and what is it? Let's be at what 2000, 2012, isn't it? Yeah. The CGI is good enough uh, um, to do that, and I like the fact that the Hulk looked like Mr. Ruffalo. Yes. Looked like Banner, whereas before it was just a generic Hulk kind of thing, and, and they actually tried. To, it, you felt like they made, they made an effort for him to look like, but yeah, because you know, before they um, looked like they were kind of different people. Is it Louis Faringa? Louis Faringa. I can't remember his name now, yeah. Louis Frigo. Didn't something. he do the whole voice though for this film? Yes. Yes. But it, for all the Hulks looked like they were kind of loosely based on what he looked like, but a bigger yeah. kind of genetic version. But to actually have it look like Banner um, was massive, and it made obviously it makes a lot of sense. But I, I really, really like that idea. Um, so the the changing scene where where he changes into the Hulk, and it. Again, that brings fear into Black Widow because she's the only one who's with him at the time of the transformation. And you realise, and I don't know whether he hasn't got control of it because of the Tesseract still, whilst he's the Hulk. Yeah. Because later on you see that whilst he's the Hulk, he's got full control of... Over what he's doing. Yeah, over what he's doing. So I it, presume... must be, cause it, might, it might There's definitely a third party working, working a third thing working there. Yeah, because that's, that, that, that's what I was confused the first time I saw the film. Yeah. Was, well, the Hulk knows... Who's a bad person and who's a good person? He might get annoyed with people, yeah. But he knows who's good and bad, doesn't he? You, you know, we we know that much, yeah. And it was proven later on in that scene. No, not the scene later on in the film. So I think you're absolutely right. Was that the same in? But I I really lost interest in the uh, the Hulk films, and I've only seen the Ed Norton one once. It is, it is because he knows. Is it the same in those films? Yeah, that he actually you know, you know, like Liv Tyler's character, even yeah. though it's a Hulk, he knows kind of who she is. So you know? okay, so you'd agree that it was a Tesseract, possibly it's a Hulk it, that. Made him. I like, I want to think that because otherwise, that's the only thing that makes sense. Especially now, which I didn't really think about at the time. You mentioned well, he was completely, you know, uh, in in you know, I mean, completely knew what he was doing. Yeah. In the last fight scene, so it had to be really, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And he's really going for um, Agent Romanoff, Black Widow, isn't he? <laughs> he is. And understandably, she's shitting herself running away, and just when you think at this part. Uh, and meanwhile, there's multiple action scenes happening. Meanwhile, the the helicarrier is being attacked by um, uh, I was going to say Black Widow, but by um, Hawkeye at the time still. Yeah. Um, he's about to kill her, and then Thor jumps in. Yes, brilliant. And uh, smacks um, the Hulk. And it, th- their fight scene. How did you feel about that? I thought it was amazing. It was. It was amazing, and it was a kind of like if they're all going to fight, that's probably. I know obviously we mentioned Iron Man and Thor, but this is probably the fight you'd want because you felt like these two were the most matched in terms of you know, you know their, yeah. their, their powers. He couldn't have fought anyone else, could he? No. It just wouldn't have worked. But I, I, for me, the, the part of it when, obviously he, he smacks um, the Hulk with a hammer um, and then the Hulk smacks Thor like, for a second time and you see Thor looking down and he wipes his nose and he sees the blood on his hand, yeah. and he smiles, doesn't he? As if, for once, I'm going to get a proper fight. Yes. This yes. is just what I want. Sadistic, isn't it? Yeah, and that mean side of Thor, that, again, I didn't feel that you saw. It was too comic book in the films. This was a proper, right, I'm, I'm going to get my ass kicked, or I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. And they were both really confident in their ability. They were. And, it was, and again, the fact that when he smashes um, Hulk with his hammer... Um, and Hulk's hammer's on the floor. The Hulk, you see, try and pick it up. And he couldn't. He couldn't pick it up. 
Uh, and it was which, which was good. How good was that? That, that, that was, was just brilliant. brilliant. I mean, it was it was kind of a reminder from the uh, the first Thor film. You know, yeah. you need to be worthy to pick the hammer up. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, Hulk yeah. Wasn't. And he's got his foot digging into the floor, yeah. pulling with all his might. He just will not, and the hammer just doesn't even move. That's brilliant. Yeah, I just love the continuity there. It's a little touch that, if you understand the films, that you you'd kind of, watch them, you'd go fanboy about a little bit. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, and let's be honest. Yeah, at this point, Chris Chris Hemsworth rocks it at Thor. I feel as well. Yes, I think he doesn't like you know. I, th- I think he everyone ro- says, "Oh, Chris Evans is brilliant." Uh, um, you know, Robert Downey. I think I think we definitely need to give him some credit. He is, even though the, the second Thor film wasn't very good at all um, compared to like yeah. the other. It's, uh, for me, it's the, the weakest link. Yeah, yeah. But I think he um, well, I, Iron Man three maybe if I don't know. So I like Iron Man three. I but, like what it stands for. <laughs> but, but he rocks it at Thor. There's no doubt where if when you've heard him in interviews and stuff, we know he can act. He played James Hunt in Rush. Had me convinced he the way he plays Thor and he puts that kind of like you know British tinged kind yes, of thing to, yeah. to, to his accent and he's yeah. absolutely fantastic and he's yeah. completely not Chris Hemsworth you know doesn't play himself or anything like that which I think is absolutely brilliant. No, I completely agree. He was fantastic and now there couldn't be anyone else who would take over playing that character. He is Thor. Yes, despite of what he's in. Um, so. Meanwhile, while this fight's going on in the lower decks of the helicarrier, which is causing absolute havoc, um, Hawkeye kind of shuts down the engines of the um, of the helicarrier, which is where, it, it, to me, this part didn't really have much drama. Um, one engine's out of the helicarrier. He needs to... Iron Man's trying to fix it, basically, with the help of Captain America. Iron Man's going to fly around the... Uh, the propeller and speed it up with the help of um, Cap while he's doing it. Uh, that, that didn't really hold any drama. It, well, no, not not really. Not right up until the end when Iron Man has to kind of properly, you know what I mean? But even then, out. you knew nothing was going to happen. No, but I think in one sense, I think it was a way. It, it was you could say it maybe in a cheap way, but now we know the climate. You know, we've seen the film. We know the climate. It, it was probably they had to, in one way, get separate all of the Avengers. Do you think it was a way of bringing um, both of them back together because they were the ones that were kind of possibly? Um, yeah, they, I mean, they had to separate all of them. I mean, yeah. Tony, Tony Stark flew off to God, God knows where. You yeah. know, you think initially, you know, and all of them at some point where they're all pretty much separated, spread out, yeah, in different places at some point. Yeah. And then it was almost like you know, and then to, at the end of the film, they all came back together as one. And yeah. I think you know, maybe that was you know, like a sign or yeah. So I didn't know whether it was to get them to be friends again. I think it was. Out, they fallen or... out. Or whether they didn't really have anything for I, well, I Cap don't think to they do. Did. I don't think they did like, at the time. It's like Joe from Family Guy when he's in the Blue Harvest where he's in a wheelchair and Luke Skywalker says to him, well, you're doing something. He goes, well, I'm in a wheelchair. He goes, yeah, but you're making the sandwiches. Once we get back from the mission, we all need sandwiches, <laughs> don't they? He goes, yeah, actually, I am doing something. <laughs> and that's kind of what Captain America was like. <laughs> but he was just doing the sandwiches because there was nothing else to do. Um, so he gets the engine started again. Gosh. I know, I know. Um, and uh, the other part of this, which which did really surprise me, um, it didn't really bother me that much. I like the character, but it did surprise me, was the fact that, again, whilst there's multiple fights going on, that uh, Loki actually kills Agent Coulson, Phil Coulson, who yes. we began to like so much, and he started to get a character arc. He did. Um, and it through these you. films it, it, it was a shame and I, I didn't think he was dead because well he's not they just said it, in hindsight yeah they said it, 
Yeah, because they said he's got a man down. They didn't actually say that he's dead. But I just liked him. Um, it was just a nice guy. He was did growing. It, yeah, but, yeah, but in one way that had to happen. and It, it did, yeah, because it was for, a trigger for them to... Yes. For Nick Fury to, to give his uh, rousing speech, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, I mean, you, you could say, well, you know, the whole world, the fate of the whole world wasn't enough of a trigger. But this was a very human trigger, a character with the all new. I mean, yeah. let's be I mean, especially like Tony Stark and obviously Captain America. You know, they were praised, but they both know him probably the best. Yeah. Uh, well, and obviously Black Widow. Yes. You know, of all the good people at the moment. Um, it was a sh- it was just a shame because I-, I was starting to enjoy his character. He was giving something to the film. Um, I mean, he shot obviously he did shoot Loki, which was which was very good. Yeah, but what I like about it, yeah, he, but he you know he, he he shot Loki. He wasn't scared. There wasn't any "don't kill me" moments. He was, he was a badass until the end, kind of. Yeah, because he says this which is made a... it even more the, the more sadder. I felt. Yeah, and it was still quite funny as well because he, he shoots Loki with his gun. He says, "We ordered this gun. I don't know what it does." And he shoots him. He goes, "Oh, now I know what it does." And it just blasts Loki. Um, and again, he uses that hologram trick, Loki does, um, to trap uh, Thor inside the... Um, yes, he does, the whole tank. Yeah. And again, you get the humour from Loki where he says, how many times is he going to fall for that same trick? Yeah. Again, which is quite good. So, you've got um, Thor falling from the sky. Loki's obviously escaped. Um, the Black Widow and Hawkeye have had this fight, which... It's, the choreography in the fight's pretty good, but it just seems very weak that... He's had the mind control um, from a from a god, which Loki, which he is really, isn't yes. he? And the way to get rid of it is just to bang on the head, and he's better again. <sighs> so cognitive shock. It is, yeah, it, yeah it is a bit. It is a bit weak. I mean, yeah, yeah. There wasn't any any weird shield procedure. No, it's just a bang on the head. off somewhere. I mean, yeah, I think you had had she knocked him out, and then they wheeled him off, saying, "Yeah, we'll sort him out. Don't worry." And then he comes yeah. back later. That almost would have been more believable. I think you're right in that respect. Yeah, it was just uh, it was just a bit of a shame, but it's still you kind of suspend belief for all of these films, don't yeah, you? I think you need to. Yeah, otherwise, you, otherwise you'd be like, how how can something like that fly it that would size? Kill you, wouldn't it? Um, so they kind of got Hawkeye back, and they've lost Agent Coulson. So their numbers grew, and then it went back to as it was before. Yeah. Um, and I was quite ple- I was kind of pleased about that we got Hawkeye back because. He lacks any dialogue, really, through this film. Isn't he it? the poor man's alright? He is, really, isn't he? he he's think? had no. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, Hawkeye, the one. Uh, it's very, very sad, and up until, up until the end, he just, you know, mm. he's quite. quite he's, he's alright, but he does no character development. He do not really get much of an introduction to him, no. really. He's probably, for. No, I'm not saying, you know, the actors, he can act, but he's the most underdeveloped character, probably, mm. out of all the Avengers. Yeah, and he really is a, a very good actor. Um, I don't know, I cannot think my life of a name or the name of the film now. You know the film where... He's Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. That is a brilliant film. He's really, really... <laughs> Do you like that film? No, you don't? It was all right. It was okay. I really enjoyed the action. That really surprised me, that film. It, it, I think it surprised me to the point where it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I yes. liked that. It was on the other night. Um, what's the one where he detonates IEDs in Iraq? Don't know now. Uh... I can't remember it to save my life and it's really annoying but it, it's a, an absolutely fantastic film um, so he is a, a really really good actor American Daniel Craig I don't know why yes yeah he's very really good is. but his dialogue in this film is so limited which is a shame because you get to know all the other characters so much in their history the only, and you don't really get any history with him do you no 
because he's kind of put under the spell of Loki within three minutes of the, the opening credits. Which is a bit of a shame, yes. Um, yeah. But so, then again, if they, if they had to choose one Avenger to do it, I guess they thought, why not him? And if yeah. that's uh, unfortunately understandable. Yeah, maybe. he's good at making sandwiches after all. So. He's, he, yes. Yeah, so he could do that. So, so, so now, now Hawkeye's back, he's taken over Captain America role of making sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, that will be confirming. <laughs> yeah, 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 in the last fight, yeah. Right, brilliant. But I do like Captain America, I think he's fantastic. So. But this is only after the Winter Soldier. Yes, that, that, that's very. So, yeah. so at this point, you thought I thought yeah he's a no right. I no I, I did like Captain America I really really it, did I well, thought it was I a good film until, well, I, I, I love the Red Skull I thought that was fantastic I, I've always liked the Captain America character but I felt in terms of the Avengers he didn't really come into his own until Tony Stark turned around and went you're the boss and then he made all his decisions and yeah it was brilliant you know you know yeah I, I completely agree I, I I haven't read any Captain America um, comics. So I went into it completely blind with regards oh, to yeah, me too. what he should be like. And maybe that's a good thing. And again, it's like the Kingpin from Daredevil. If you don't know anything about that, you won't moan that the uh, the Kingpin in the film is black. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, some people did. Uh, it worked. Uh, yeah, We're saying, well, it worked for yeah, us. It worked for me. I, I, even though it got slated... I quite enjoyed that film. No, exactly. The director's cut I enjoyed. The other cut I did not enjoy. No, exactly. I, I mean, in some comics they have, um, you, you know, like a black male of Spider-Man. Yes. Um, as, what, as Venom? Pardon? What? No, no, not Venom. No, actually a black, a black male play, play uh, not Peter Parker, but someone else. That's oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. But, you know, which is interesting. And the way that uh, they're experimenting at the moment, like in Marvel, I believe, that they've re-released Thor and it's, uh, uh, mm. Thor's now female. Which is interesting. Yeah. And uh, some people moaned about it, some people didn't. But I think you're always... You're always going to get that, and I'm not saying it's because of uh, you, you know they're changing the way a character looks or they're changing the sex of a character. For example, you know if Thor decided to have a trident, they might people might moan. I think you're yeah. never going to keep the people happy. All oh the yeah, you'll upset the hardcore, won't yeah, you? Always, yeah, you're always you going do. to, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but in the um, back to the film, in the defeat of this battle, um, now they've lost Agent Coulson, which hits, as you say, which hits Tony Stark and uh, Iron Man particularly hard. Uh, Nick Fury. Uh, get some playing cards out, which uh, was another nice part of the film that I completely forgot about when they go into the helicarrier. Yeah, helicarrier. That um, Agent Coulson says to uh, Chris Evans that I'm a great fan of yours, and uh, I I watched you whilst you were asleep. Yeah. That when Chris Evans looks at him, he goes, "Maybe I'll put that wrong." He says, "But <laughs> when you were asleep once, I saw you." And, that, and he goes, "I had a hand in." Um, like making your outfit yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just a really nice scene. He tells him about the playing cards he's got of him, yes. like the matchbox cards. Um, and that's what Nick Fury throws on the table with blood still on them yeah. to say that um, he never got you to sign them and he was really passionate and he believed in like the Avengers. Um, and that's when uh, he kind of admitting that they were going to build uh, an arsenal with the Tesseract technology um, but he wanted the Avengers initiative. He still believed that ground troops were the best. But as a backup, they were. He kind of says it's more the council that will build in the yeah the, the technology there. Um, and that kind of gets them going. That kind of rallies the troops, that speech, doesn't it? It does. Uh, and let's be honest, uh, yeah, before he was cut short from uh, in Deep Blue Sea, yes. we, we all know he's good at speeches. Yeah, he is good at speeches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weakness to sharks, unfortunately, in speeches, but apart from yeah, that, it's fine. Yeah, but tastes good. Yes. But by this time, whilst he's given that speech, um, as we find out that uh, the Hulk is now back to a banner, 
is in a warehouse where he's got a roof stuff. That was nice seeing that bloke coming down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and apparently that was a cut scene that um, there should be more added to that because that's the guy from Aliens, isn't it? The one who finds him. Yes. Yeah, and they were... Um, that scene should have been a lot longer, but obviously because the film was two hours and 20 minutes long, yeah, that they had to, uh, to cut some of that scene out. You know what? When I'm watching it, I never... It's one of the. It's one. Of, you get a few films that you never notice how long it really is. No. Until you look at the time. Yeah, because it wouldn't have surprised me. Um, and through this film, I kept looking for Stan Lee when I first watched it. That I thought when the old guy walked along, that would have been Stan Lee. You found him in the warehouse. Yes. And uh, he would have said something. He would have tried to act, which would have been a bit embarrassing. Embarrassing for him. No, but... He's good for one line. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, he's good at playing Stan Lee, but that is it. Uh, and Thor is obviously. He's somewhere else because he had to bust out of the uh, Hulk tank, yeah, which he successfully they're, they're, did. They've all separated as well, you know, they're not with, the, with each other. Yeah. And, it's, and it's that whole uh, image of them coming together towards the end as one. That, yes. That's what we're saying. So you've got Hawkeye, Romanoff, Cap, and Tony Stark, haven't you? Yeah. So uh, who's in the Mark VI suit, which is taking a bit of a hammer in, isn't it? Which yeah. is uh, unfortunately a bit, bit messed up, for want of a better word. Um, so they realised that. Um, just through pure conversation that Stark realises that his kind of, um, was it natural power that he's got, that he's created um, through the arc reactor, uh, will be the place that uh, he'll, Loki will open the porthole with the Tesseract technology, because um, it's sustainable energy, isn't it? Yes. Um, that he can use, I took it that he could use from Stark, but I, I never really got the link no. between the two, to be honest. No, but, but, but no, but, but we, we, well... Yeah. Yeah, because they say that Loki would be somewhere with a, a building with his name on it, kind of taking the piss out of him, don't they? Yes. That's where they get a general fish hook out from, and he, he takes a bite of Stark, and he's just there, let's go there. And, oh, thankfully, he's right. Always it'd be quite embarrassing that they all go there. Oh, no. Yeah. Wrong. Then they find out he's in London or something like that. And it's, uh, it's too late now, they've, they've invaded. <laughs> if he was in London, they could have got Graham. Because he has got technology experience, sports skills. skills. So uh, he's the closest thing to Captain America, really, isn't he? That he we is. Have. Yeah, he's got technology, so he is Iron Man as well. Well, no, no, he's a plethora of superheroes. He's, he's a plethora of, <laughs> of superheroes. Yes. <laughs> if, if he was a dish, he'd be like, um, you know, you know, he, no, he, he would be the harvester share combo platter. Yeah. He would be, a, yeah, for everyone. He'd be a fish platter if he was a fish dish. A fish platter, yeah. yeah. If he was, a, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or, or he'll be the harvester salad, a bit of everything. Because everyone likes a harvester salad. And it's all good for you. And it, Graham is, yes. <laughs> it's so good. He's not here to say anything. So we can say what he wants. If that's true, Graham, don't say anything. There you go. Right, you heard moving that. on. Moving on. <laughs> um, so this leads to the. The, a massive fight, doesn't it? It's absolutely huge. This to this fight. day, it's still one of the best fights in the superhero film. It's like top three for me, easy. Yeah, everything was great. It was it was such a long fight that it it seemed to kind of go on and on and on. But in and a on. good it way, it, yeah, on, yeah, in, in a good way. It was all it, properly chore, choreographer, choreo, choreo, choreographed. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> easy for you to say. That is my millennium. Millennium. <laughs> I think I've caught your disease. You caught my disease, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they use the Tesseract and it opens the porthole. Um, but before, before that, you get the scene where 
Stark goes to his Stark Tower. Loki's there waiting for him. Yes. And he lands, and again, you see um, the technology of where he can walk, and the suit is taken off. Um, which is further adapted to Iron Man 3, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is very good. And the reason why he goes there um, isn't to kind of try and strike up a deal with Loki. You find out that he's trying to get the, um, the, the magnetic bracelets for his Mark Seven suit. Yes. Which Jarvis says isn't properly ready yet, but he needs to. And again, I like the dialogue. It's very cheesy dialogue. And even the way that Stark talks to, to it's Loki, very, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's very it? like Roger Moore, James Bond, that talking to a villain, yeah. I, I felt kind yeah. of. You know? Yeah, we call ourselves the Avengers. It's, it's like a club. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like cringy, it's slightly embarrassing, like Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yes. That's what he says. And, they, and again, that, that line is just... Well, I've got an army. He says, well, we've got a Hulk. Yeah, I love that. I, I, yeah, that is a good line. Such a good line. I and mean, even when I watched that last night, I found myself smiling. I knew it was coming. We have a Hulk. And when. And yeah, it's brilliant. And he puts the bracelets on. And the, the humour is just so quick. And you can imagine. And because it's delivered by um, Duke Downey Jr., it is brilliant. And he, obviously, Loki gets the scepter out. He does. And uh, it just taps him on the heart, doesn't he, in the centre. And he goes, well, how can they going to fight me when they'd be too busy fighting you? And he goes, doing, and nothing happens. Yes. And he does it again. He says, well, performance problems. He's like, 5% of us suffer from those. Uh, yeah, one brilliant. out of five suffer from performance <laughs> problems. Don't worry about it. And uh, he smacks him, and he's like, now Jarvis is a good time. And it's brilliant. And again, this technology has moved on, which we see in Iron Man 3 yes. with, with the case. Um, but he jumps out the window, um, and... The suit comes to him, yep. um, and if just before he's going to crash onto the ground, the suit's fitted, and he flies away. I mean, that was brilliant technology. The way they pushed the barriers again, um, and it's all down to the bracelets. Obviously, in number three, he's injecting his hands, isn't he? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So it goes even further. It does. Which, which I like that they haven't sat back on that uh, technology. And whilst he's done that... Um, Selvig has opened, uh, and again, he didn't have a great deal of dialogue, but he, what he had to do, he did very well. He's opened the porthole, and shitloads of Chitari come through. Yeah, this is the one thing, a lot of, I was like, who are they again? Um, yeah. When I first watched it. Yeah, they look quite fierce, but they don't talk. They're kind of more, like, they're kind of well, like gorillas or gimps, aren't they? And, these, the, and these have links to go on, go on with the galaxy, don't they? Yes, they do. And hopefully, there'll be expanded a bit more with regards to who they are uh, and I don't know whether it'll all connect together I mean being in the same kind of Marvel Cinematic Universe whether they will connect it but it's a shame that they couldn't have done more um, and the only one down really big down bit is the way this film finished for me um, but the fighting's are brilliant you've got on the ground um, You've got Black Widow and uh, Thor comes back yes. um, in time to help Captain America out. And Captain America's on the ground. Hawkeye's um, on one of the buildings, pinging arrows at everyone yep. with his endless supply of arrows. Well, no, well in the end, but they do it, it does end. It does end eventually, but he's yeah, but got a shitload of so arrows, doesn't he? Even it? going to Costco has a, has a price. <laughs> clearly, clearly for Hawkeye with his... Uh, well, there's a buy, buy, buy a box of 20 quid arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah, because he, he does have a lot, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? It's like a never-ending supply. Um, uh, when he's got two left there, you see him about five minutes later, he's got another 20 in his... Um, it's a merry pop into his, the mended quiver. His little box. It's quiver, that's what it's called. Is it's it quiver? quiver? The, the bag you have I in? think it is. 
Yes, it must be. Uh, it's something to do with arrows. Yeah. What did you think of the kind of the flexing of his arm when he opened his arrow? Did that bother you at all? Not really. I mean, I wonder. I wonder whether he did the motion and the arrow bits like in the, like in Lego. Because well, when he opens it, doesn't he? Was all CGI'd. I wonder how much of it was CGI. Whether he was actually doing whether he was doing the motions. Yeah. And the actual arrow, the bow and arrow thing was all CGI, and he just had to do I the motion. Know. I know. I know Legolas and Lord of the Rings did that quite for quite a few. What times. he was actually doing nothing. There yeah, was... yeah, and they, and they CGI. Yeah, apparently they CGI'd a lot of it in. Oh, really? wondering, maybe that's the reason why cause it looks slightly funny. Because yeah. he does get his bow and arrow, and he kind of flicks it forward, doesn't he? And it opens and expands. Yeah, very much like Arrow. And yes. I wonder. I'm, I don't know if they've got an arrow like that. I don't know, but no, I just wondered. Um, but yeah, it's a huge fight. And, uh, uh, the the pace of this fight is constant. It's it's very very quick, Relentless. isn't it? Relentless, yeah. Yes. But it's not um, it's not manic that you don't know what's it's going on. It's not the detriment of the film, like uh, a tra- like in every Transformer film after the first one. The first one was just bearable. Yeah. And every Transformer film since is just ridiculous, and you don't know what's going on. And yeah. I felt that I felt exactly you know. And this there's as much going on, for example, in the Transformers film in any you know end of scene action. There's so much going on, but you can you are able to follow it, and you know what everyone else is doing. Yeah, and um, just when you think it can't get any worse, they've got these massive kind of whale caterpillar monsters that come through, which are which are huge in itself, but they act like a kind of bus for for the Chitauri, don't they? Yes. They're all strapped to the side. Again, that didn't bother me. I thought it was brilliant. It was something different that I'd well, not you, seen you before. You thought, okay, what are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah, they're just absolutely huge, and the fact that it kind of swims through the air somehow. In like almost like a centipede kind of like yeah, swimming motion. Yeah, it destroys the skyline of New York. It does. Uh, and I love that. Um, um, Captain America... Uh, uh, Iron Man is uh, Iron Man. keeping him busy. And then it goes quiet. And then you just hear the little pop-pop, don't you? Yeah. Of uh, Banner turning up on his moped. Uh, and what did you think about the next scene? Best. Well, one of the best moments. How we did you whole, feel? It was, it was brilliant. When he went... Uh, he said, uh, you know, basically, he's, you know how much control he's got over. You know how much of a badass he is. Mm. And when he says, what's your secret? And he finally, he finally says his secret. Which is to you? I'm always angry. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It is so good. And the, the timing of it is just fantastic. It is, in the cinema, there was a cheer in the cinema when he did that. Yeah. And in, for those in America, that I know your cinemas can be quite loud and everyone gets into it. But being England, we're more... If you're lucky, you might get one person clapping. Yeah, and chance of one person claps, someone will turn around and tell them to shut up and be quiet. <laughs> so, but, but in this, it, it was such kind of like the euphoria of the moment of him changing. People kind of cheered and clapped. Yeah. And, oh, brilliant. And, and it was just such a good moment. And uh, he changes and just punches this massive kind of like centipede thing yes. in the face and, and destroys just takes it. it down. And, uh, it's just so good. And through there, you get different people fighting after that. Um, another one of my favourite scenes, again, which I laughed last night with my son when I watched it, uh, was when they Hulk and uh, Thor bring this centipede down. And it goes through, is it Grand Central Station? I think so. Yeah. It goes through Grand Central Station. I'm not too good at my American And they're just standing there posing. Yes, yeah. And then it's just Donkey Kong sucker punches him, doesn't he? Does, he? Doesn't he? And uh, Thor goes flying. Yeah. It's such a comical moment. Because it's the Hulk showing character and humour, it isn't is, it? It is, it's brilliant. And it's getting his own back from the fight on the helicarrier. Um, and so whilst this happens, uh, the council get together and they call Nick Fury. 
and say that they basically blame Fury because they wanted to not get the Avengers initiative um, started, did they? No, they didn't. And Fury's saying, well, let, they're there now. Like, let them carry on and they'll finish the job. And they say, bollocks to that. We're going to launch a nuke and just kill all the innocent members of the public without any prior knowledge yes. to them. They'll just destroy it. So they do that despite um, Fury's kind of best stroke freeboard attempts at trying to get rid of it. Um, so they fire it and... This is where Stark kind of shows that his character arc has, uh, has fully kind of grown, that he's got a, a human side as well, that it's not all about me. He does have, Tony Stark does have a heart. He does, yes, exactly. He does. And uh, he, and this didn't bother me whatsoever. I mean, I was properly invested into all of the excitement that was going on, the adventure, that he gets on the, underneath this nuke and guides it through the, um, through the porthole, doesn't he? He does. And he's, uh, he tries to call Pepper. What did you think? Do you think it was necessary calling Pepper uh, as he was well, going to do it or not? They, they kind of wanted to set it up as he might die, I think. And calling Pepper Potts helped that because he thought, oh, maybe he's not Did you think back. he was going to die? I did, in a way. Some people said it might have been a good thing that he died. Yeah. I don't think it was because it wouldn't have been an Iron Man. Well, maybe it would have been a good thing that would have been an Iron Man 3, but... That's harsh. That is harsh. <laughs> no, the first half of the film is brilliant. One of the best superhero films. It was up there with the Dark Knight, and then they ruined it. That's what I'm going to say about it with that one scene. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, and and but, but, but before we do get into that though, another really really funny scene. There's so much we could talk about. It could be here forever. But one thing I, I do want to mention: uh, Hulk and Loki. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. That is a fantastic scene. Back in Stark Towers again. Yes. Yeah. When Hulk faces Loki, and fair play to Loki, whether it's stupidity or bravery. <laughs> he says, yeah. Yeah, he says, I'm a god, doesn't he? Yeah, well, yes. And uh, Hulk just picks him up and just body slams him like a rag doll. And the CGI it really is, is like a rag doll. Yeah, 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 it completely ruins him. It is so good. And afterwards, uh, Hulk just turns around and says, you puny god. Yeah, and Loki's going, oh! Yeah. Which and is that, brilliant. It's just such a good scene. It's, it's quite, it's comedic as well. <laughs> Yeah, in, it, in a sick kind of way. Yeah, and its timing is perfect because you've got so much going on around that's kind of uh, that they keep the tempo um, the tempo going. That one thing happens, which is a wow. The nothing thing happens, and then you've got Loki getting like body slammed by the Hulk, and the Hulk then turns around and speaks. You're just like, my God, can this yeah. get any better? What uh, else can it, happen? It, which is going to go well, crazy. We have, and then we have obviously fast forward again uh, to, to Iron Man. He yeah, goes to the portal, releases it. This is the only issue I had with this film, that they use Loki's scepter to close the, the porthole. Yeah. Once he guides the uh, missile for it. Um, and I, I, I suppose the missile destroys the, the Chitauri space station, for, kind of for what it, yeah. uh, what it is. It's like Independence Day, like the mothership or something, yeah, okay. isn't it? I don't understand, um, and again, it might be my lack of knowledge, why every single Chitauri dies and falls over then. I don't know. Powerful bomb? I don't know. I don't know. I, I um, thought they were kind of monsters themselves who are just wearing armour. I don't maybe, understand Maybe it. they're being controlled from that station. And by blowing it up, the, the, the station... I don't know. I mean, you've got, for example, you know like ants, people say. Yeah. Uh, it's not really the case. Like If you kill the queen bee, they will go crazy, or the queen ant. What's that going to do with ants? If you kill the queen bee... The, uh, the queen bee or the bee goes, <laughs> or the bees goes crazy, sorry. Oh, no, I, I wondered, yeah. Ant. I don't know whether it's a thing like that or... Whether it's the control station. Yeah, the control I looked on the internet because I'm a, a sad man. And nothing to try and, came find, and I couldn't really find any kind of proper reason why. And the only thing I took away was 
maybe it's because it's Earth that they need kind of I don't know some kind of special mind control or special ability well, to be able to breathe in our own um, at, at kind of conditions on Earth. But I really don't know. It was just a, it needed to be done um, because I think if it wasn't done, the the Avengers would have got their asses kicked in the end. Well, would they? I mean, you close the portal, you blow all the ones up, Iron Man falls down, and then they think, and then they just finish the job off very quite casually. Yeah. Then thinking, no one's coming through. We've got we're under control now. Yeah, we're I mean, quite interested. Another way of doing it. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was a a convenient, quick way. It wasn't. It didn't ruin anything, but it was a convenient, quick way to end the film. Um, yeah, there wasn't like a boss battle. Battle. No, like, like, yeah, almost like the end of a computer game, like yeah. you normally get at the end of like, yeah. like with red. Which Star. is quite good though, because sometimes you get in boss battles. Um, the one who's like skinny and quick against another one who's skinny and quick. True. The other big one against the other big one, or then the karate one against the other karate yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So this was quite good that it worked out like that. Um, and uh, t- Tony Stark, Iron Man, he falls from the sky, uh, and they believe he's dead. And Hulk saves him, which is a, a really nice touch. Um, and lays him on the floor and shouts at him, and then screams at him. Yeah, yeah. he wakes up. He goes, "Oh, I hope no one kissed me." That's yeah. the first thing yeah. he said, which is really, really funny. Um, and then it leads uh, the kind of he goes. He mentions about getting some um, shawarma, doesn't he? There's yes. a nice shawarma shop um, around the corner. Yes. Let's go get some shawarma. Um, and then it kind of ends. They get Loki. Um, Thor, Thor takes him back home. Yeah, Thor takes him back home. Uh, they all go off in different directions. How did Thor get home? Uh, well, Thor's only on. The, it's the is it the ice ice bridge or Isis bridge? Um, he's only got a certain amount of time that he's been granted from Asgard to get to Earth. Oh, I see. So okay. that's how he can be there yeah. in that time. Um, I don't know why he's wearing like a Hannibal Lecter mask, Loki. I'm not too sure why that is, but um, oh well. So. And then they all go off in their different directions, which I like. Stark goes off with Banner, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, uh, Captain America does a sensible thing and goes away with um, Black Widow. And, uh, he does. And Hawkeye goes off and owns a sandwich shop and makes the sandwiches and does other stuff like that. Uh, and then it goes to... Um, uh, fuck, I've forgotten his name now. What's his name? Nick Fury. No, not Nick Fury. It then. Are you talking about the credit scene? The, no, not the credit scene. It goes to Thanos, doesn't it? Yes. You, you see your first glimpse of Thanos. You do. And again, I'm not. I, see, I wasn't too sure who he was. I, I wasn't too sure who he was. Um, and I did lots of research on the internet. And now we're Facebook friends, I know that much about him. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so we saw Thanos. I, I really like that. Um, and that really they, well, got me Thanos excited. Got an army. We, we, we've got a Graham. So, <laughs> beware Thanos and did you see the um, the very end credits again where they're sitting in the shawarma shop have you seen I've that I've seen that once yeah that's really good no one's saying anything you've got geezers clearing up all around them because uh, it's just obviously New York has been yes. destroyed and they're absolutely fucked with shawarma I love that um, and that's well that's an hour and 25 minutes but that's a wrap that's, that's a, wrap, a, a quick version I mean for me, very quickly, um, the best bits, worst bits, um, the best bits for the whole film, apart from the convenient way um, that all the uh, Chitari died, and on the best bit was the Hulk tank with Agent Romanoff when you see her bum from behind when she's talking to Loki. And thank you, 
uh, drops for that. And <laughs> thank you, cameraman, for including that shot in because it is fantastic. <laughs> and I'll give this film um, four and a half. Oh, four and a half, four and a half. I'm, I'm giving it a four um, uh, out of five. Fair enough. I really, really, I really, really enjoyed it. I recommend it to anyone. I'm pretty much sure anyone that wants to watch it would have watched it by now. I think even if you're not a superhero film, but you, but you know who they are, you'll still enjoy it. I think because it's not only is it a good superhero film, it's a good film if you like, like if you like action. Um, worst bit was I, I just thought the confusion about the the bad guys. I felt that they were a lot more badass than really anyone. I think any casual viewer, myself included, gave credit for. When when I started watching the film, um, which was which was one of the, the, the few weak bits, but it's uh, we're talking about a weak part from a very high point. But it doesn't really lose point. you. There's no snobbery no. about it, is there? It's it, it is open for for anyone could enjoy no, it. Absolutely, yeah, it, it, it's brilliant. Any, anyone, any, any age, um, massive massive thumbs up. Cannot wait for the next film, um, which uh, we will be doing a non-spoiler review in a car. I'm not sure whose car. But there yeah. will be a non-spoiler, 10 to 15 minute or whatever. Yeah, it'll be as soon as we get out of the cinema, we'll jump in a car together and we will just do 10 minutes about how we feel about the film. Was it something, was it better than we expected or was it absolute crap? Um, will we see it again? It won't contain any plot spoilers no. whatsoever. No. So um, James will get that on as soon as we can. This one will obviously uh, will be on because yeah. we'll be listening to it right Potentially, now. Potentially, all things being equal, that will... Uh, our Avengers one, if you're listening to this now, um, will be up probably Thursday late, late in the evening. So if you're getting up Friday morning and you want to know whether it's worth watching the Avengers, let's be honest, it probably is. Yeah. Whether we dislike it or not, because it's an event. Yes. I always think these things are an event rather than anything else. Huh? But um, we will give our marks out of five and we won't spoil it for you, but we'll, we'll, we'll tell our thoughts uh, yeah. and about the film. That's it. So we've also got YouTube. Go to YouTube, the film real cast. We've done a first... Um, review is 15 minutes of Daredevil on Netflix, just episode one. Um, we'll continue doing those. Let us know if you like them. Uh, and on our website, thefilmrealcast.co.uk, and we're on Twitter at thefilmrealcast. Yep, follow us on the Twitter. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, we've enjoyed talking about it, and we will definitely talk about Age of Ultron. Thank you. What have I to fear? The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes. I've met them. Yeah. Takes us a while to get any traction, I'll give you that one. But let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod. A super soldier, living legend, who kind of lives up to the legend. A man with breathtaking anger management issues. A couple of master assassins. And you, big fella. You've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. When they come, and they will, they'll come for you. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Oh, I thought the beast had wandered off. You're missing the point. There's no throne. There is no version of this where you come out on top. Maybe your army comes, and maybe it's too much for us, but it's all on you. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it.